Britain is about to witness the birth of robot wars. They're still making final adjustments. Three, two, one. Hello everyone and welcome to Activate, the Robot Wars podcast. I am Benji, also the hitman, along with me as always, from a not too distant future, it's Robbie Harmlessly. Hello. Not too distant future being, well now. Well, yeah, seconds <laughs> after you speak, which is the not too distant future. It was not an incorrect statement. I suppose it wasn't, <laughs> but I suppose it was an irrelevant statement. <laughs> Tonight we have Spin City. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Did Sin, did the Sin City movies have a tagline? No. Ah, well. Because otherwise we could find some clever way to <laughs> use it. Pun it. Oh dear, oh god. <laughs> if it does, we thought of a really great clever pun. Uh, yeah. Cue laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bar spinners. Bar spinners as far as the eye can see. Oh, they're everywhere now. In this episode, particularly. Yeah. There could, do you think there could be potential... For two bar spinners to take off and clash midair. Oh, that'd be so cool. It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> what if, like, two bar spinners' bars collide at the exact same time, at the exact same speed? At the exact same... Well, of course, the exact same moment. That's, that's how <laughs> they also collide. the exact same moment, not, like, a couple of hours later <laughs> to each other. <laughs> I have a feeling something will go bang. Yeah. I think we're going to see a bang tonight. Could see a few big bangs tonight gonna be great what do we do do we want to do some mailbag now before we go through the bots sure thing let's do some mailbag let's have a the mailbag that's getting worse isn't it <laughs> <laughs> depends how you define worse but yes <laughs> so let's dip in where should we start um lewis mckenzie was glad um we played android love the classic tune in the last episode <laughs> yeah that was good. Have you actually heard that song all the way through? Yes, I have now. You, tr- <laughs> you poor, poor soul. It's so horrible. And the video, have you seen the video? There's a video? We'll, be, we'll, we'll watch oh, that we'll, later. We'll check that out in a minute, you, yeah. You definitely want to see the video. <laughs> Scantily clad women like oh, around no. Sir Killalot. Oh, Sir no. Killalot's like, going through these like hallways, but he's not doing anything. He's just... He's just going through them. Well, it's difficult for him to convey emotion, I suppose. So. <laughs> he's not like killing people on his way or like causing Aww. havoc. He's just he's just walking through a hallway, just pottering about. Yeah. And there's like some bloke laughing. I think he's supposed to be evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a really strange I product laugh. of its time. I I'm suppose. Not evil. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, we'll check that out in a bit. Um, he himself predicts. I believe Ironside and Apex to reach the final of this episode, but says it's impossible to predict overall. Big fan of the bar spinners, then, basically. Yes, that's mm. a bar. Looking at a bar spinner a final for for Lewis McKenzie. So look at other predictions that came in. So we have got Simon Griffiths. I believe he predicted last week as well. He mm. goes for Supernova taking the win over Ironside three. Really. That's what he's looking That's at. Interesting. James Holland is looking at Ironside 3 versus Pulsar with Ironside 3 winning. It's almost a safer choice than the previous one. Daft Penguin also predicts Ironside 3 versus Pulsar without a 
predicted winner. Spitfire AGZ predicts Supernova to win over Apex. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's really Supernova. Mm-hmm. And of course, Ukulele Chris, his prediction is... Lay it on me, I'm ready. Pulsar versus Ironside 3 of Ironside 3 taking the win. Oh man, that is... There's a clear favourite kind of taking everyone away there, isn't there? Yeah, everyone's look. Everyone bar one has predicted Ironside three to be there. Three have predicted the same match happening in the final. We'll see what you think after we've gone through the bots. I guess see if that changes your mind. Good idea. Let's do it. Let's go through the bots. From Bristol, Apex. If you replace the brush of a broom and the handle of a broom, is it still the same broom? From Hail Crustacean. A.K.A. Crabbot. From Kingston upon Thames. Frostbite. With respect to Captain Lawrence Oates, who died of frostbite. From Bristol. High five. Clamp or lift or drum, maybe? From Nottingham. Ironside 3. Ironically, made of steel. From Shropshire. Pulsar. Complete with built-in warning siren. From Surrey, Supernova. Stay away from the pit. That is it. From Falkirk, Worm. Definitely pronounced Worm, not what? Why? Why rum? What? Why rum? Why rum? <laughs> I don't know. Why rum? <coughs> why rum? Worm. Pirates. Weir- why rum? Rim? Worm. Worm. In the dragon. Weirm. Weirm. Wirm. I'm going to call um, it worm. Worm. Rum. Like <laughs> kind of, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start back from the top. Shall we start with Apex? Let's start with Apex. Team Apex, what weight is it? Uh, the whole rotating mass, pulley, bar, everything. So you're looking at 37 kilos. I mean, to put that in perspective, carbides is 25, yeah. right? Okay, so this is going to do some damage if it connects. Yeah, definitely. Good luck. Apex. So this is the other Danby. The other side of Team Danby. This is Chris Danby. Mm. Who's essentially entered with a basically just a bar spinner. Like as in, not a robot with a bar spinner on it. Just basically the bar itself is what the robot is. Is the majority of the bar. Yeah. It's pretty clever though. It's 1.2 metres long, 1 inch thick of hardened steel, 1,750 RPM. Its previous incarnation was a bit of like a a razor-looking crusher. Completely changed the whole bot. Because it used to look like a wedge with razor's crusher, like, photoshopped on top of it. Yes, exactly (laughs) right, yeah. It is the complete opposite now. They went a complete different direction. My guess is because the original Apex struggled to qualify a lot. It wasn't getting yeah. into. It wasn't getting on TV. It wasn't being accept, accepted for the show. Yeah, yeah. So they went with a bar spinner. It's actually pretty cool if you look. Uh, looking at the shape of it, it's triangular with lots of spikes on it, mm. and then the bar spinner itself is considerably longer than the whole robot, and it's on top of it. It looks like something a cartoon character would hold above their head as they flew around. It's weird because every single part of the bot's been replaced, more or less. I think there's very little of the original <laughs> bot left. Very, very, very little. More <laughs> cannibalized parts. It's not like it's not like there's anything that needs to be the same when you're making a machine that is completely different. Yeah. Um the bar is driven through a pulley system and the bar and pulley together weigh thirty seven kilos. Ooh. So they've put everything into the spinner. 
Yeah, it's got various thicknesses of Hardox armor surrounding the body. But I suppose, in theory, a functioning weapon would protect this because it pokes out so yeah. far beyond. Yeah. Like, you couldn't get, go to it if that thing is spinning at full speed effectively. You yeah. couldn't approach it. You can't, it's like, not like you can approach it from behind because the spinner's not there. It's not a full body spinner but it effectively is effective as one mm. if the spinner is going. Mm. It is untested, though, as is typical for such big, heavy, fast spinners. It's not reasonably safe. <laughs> no way to test safe. it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's foolish to try. Well, that's the thing. They've been doing the circuits, you know, not with this bot, clearly. I mean, they're calling it Apex. It's not Apex, is it? It's Apex's sequel with a different director and star in it. Yeah, I don't know, Tupex? Tipex. Tipex. The Tipex. The Tipex. Yeah. 18 miles per hour. That's pretty fast for a machine like this. It's going to be nipping around a bit, isn't it? Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Might be hard to control once the spinner's going fully, though. Yeah, we'll what see. is your prediction for Apex? I... The thing is, I don't want to say bar spinners. If this was the only bar spinner, I would say it's it's it could go far. But there is some other really good bar spinners in the competition, so... Arguably, any of them could go far. And if two bar spinners meet, God knows what could happen. I don't know. We'll just have to see how it lines up against other bots. Well, let's move on to Crustacean. Team Crustacean, this is quite a beautiful robot. Who's driving? I'm driving it. You're a driver and operating the claws? No, I'll be doing the claws. Okay, so how does that work? We've got these gloves that we use. They connect to the transmitter. And basically, when I close my hands, the claws will close. You'll be standing in the control room (laughs) dancing. Pretty much how I dance, yeah. (laughs) Round of applause for Crustacean and the dancers. The Crustacean has had loads of appearances. It's been way around the box. It's such a weird thing to say. Crustacean. 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 Took part in the original and extreme. Came sort of mid-season, as in, well, mid-series in the original Robot Wars, some of the later ones. It's a crab with wheels, essentially. Yeah, except invertible. To my knowledge, a crab can't do that, so... (laughs) Yeah, crabs can't walk upside down. No. I imagine can go forwards as opposed to sideways. Yeah, yeah. As you probably know, was Crabbot in Dutch Robot Wars. Yep. I wish they kept that name. (laughs) Perfectly valid name. I would rather say Crabbot a hundred times than Crustacean. Yeah, Crustacean is really... It's uh, Crustacean. It's it's a word, but for some reason, seeing it spelt like that makes it really difficult to say for no reason. (laughs) So it's 200 kilograms of force per claw. Mm -hmm. So they're effective claws, but they're not the multi-ton hydraulic crushers you see in something like Razor. These aren't going to cause as much big-time damage, but they're located right on the front of the robot. If it has a good pushing power, it can grab hold of something, get a few dents in, but more effectively, carry it around. Almost mm. like Sir Killalot of his claw. Carry it somewhere yeah, and yeah. put it where you want, in the pit. So it could be acting as a pusher. Polyurethane paint. Polyurethane varnish is popular for, say, covering hardwood floors. So when it sets... It's kind of a. It has that effect. It, it, it's supposed to help them against spinners. That little bit oh, of extra. Okay. So it's a bit different. So they've coated wow. it in in something that should arm them up just that little bit more. It's a good idea. Which is yeah, it's different. And they use six millimeters aerospace aluminium for the outer shell as well. Mm. 
which is different. Most people are using hardox, so they're relying on the aerospace aluminium plus the polyurethane paint slash varnish. It'll be interesting to see if it has an actual effect on these spinners because this yeah. is going to be a great episode to test it because they are almost definitely going to be facing some form of spinner. <laughs> they're probably not getting away from that. I don't know. I don't know whether the pincers are a good idea walking into spinner territory. Spinners are listed as their weakness. Oh, no. <laughs> you are on the wrong episode, buddy. <laughs> Such a shame. Oh, crab bot. I don't why? know whether it still does. In the original series, the weapon was controlled in a very special way. Do you know how it was? How? Think the power glove. No. Glove controllers. Oh, that's awesome. I don't know if it's still using it on this series, but... I really hope they are. <laughs> it's incredible. Two gloves that you can... Oh, that is so clever. You can crush with. Yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> what do you predict will happen I... to the crab bot? I don't have high expectations of Crush Station, mostly because of the rest of the competition. The bot itself's great. I like having something different. You know, the pincers, we haven't seen that in this competition yet. And I don't think there'd be a point in any other bot because this is the crab bot. You know, <laughs> no point in putting pincers on anything else without having the crab theme. Uh, 20 miles per hour, so we'll be running about a fair bit. It's nippy. Yeah. And, you know, pushers are having some success. So, yeah. Yes to Crush Station, but I don't think it's going to be one of my picks. Okay, fair mm. enough. Let's move on. Frostbite. Team Frostbite. Team Frostbite, yeah. You're the teacher, right? We've been working on this for about six months. There's not that much protection between the hood and the motor, or the battery for that matter. Is that oh, going to yeah, be problematic? It's a weapon. Maybe it's designed to fly off. We'll definitely be remembered, whether it be for winning or for losing fantastically. <laughs> okay, good luck, Team Frostbite. Please, round of applause for the boys. Frostbite. You'll never guess what frostbite is. Would it happen to be a bar spinner? It's a bar spinner. It's a student bot as well, though. It's a student-built bar spinner that cost under £500, though. I just... I don't... I don't know. The um, armour is frosted polycarbonate. Oh, that's nice. That's it's frosted, touch. and then there's a like a picture of jaws on the... Like, some jaws on the front, so yeah. it's like... like get it? Bite. Frostbite. Get it. That's yep. a good idea, it was, has a lot like of LED that. lights inside. Well, students. <laughs> <laughs> I like the explanation. <laughs> students, well, isn't students, it? Students, isn't it? <laughs> They've made it look cool. It's huge, invertible, only 8 to 10 miles per hour. It's only 85 kilograms as well. Really? Quite a way under, what, 25 kilos under the weight limit of 110? So a flipper could launch this to the moon. I get that it's got polycarbonate armour but I don't know how that armour is going to really hold against the spinners hmm. but it might be knocked about and knocked off quite easy it's probably not going to absorb a lot of the shock as easy either that's the problem with the bar spinner though because your bot needs to absorb the shock just as much as the opponent yep this is a 600mm spinning bar that spins 2000 RPM they tested this hmm. around their school now think about what we've said for every other spinner ever. Mm -hmm. What what when it comes to testing, what too are they? Too dangerous to test. Untested because they're yeah. too dangerous to test. Yep. So either this is safe to test, which makes it a not very threatening, not a very threatening mm -hmm. bar spinner, or they tested a really dangerous thing around a school, and which is so irresponsible. There's lots of children with bits missing somewhere. That's a terrifying. I thought. think there was a video of this being tested, like hitting cardboard in like a classroom that's not gonna cut it in this competition and it's if it if 
that's the height of its power. Uh, and if that's not the height of its power and it had potential to, say, hit a leg of a chair and then launch it into someone's face and kill them, oh, yeah. probably not the time to be testing your spinner. Nope, 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 a, nope, nope. Around a school. <laughs> no, you really do need a... Just indoors, oh, God. <laughs> you need a bulletproof box. Yeah. I mean, if they were at, like, a university, there might actually be one, but... The classroom. The classroom. The classroom. You know, I mean, the assembly hall. I mean, they actually tested it in a classroom. It's oh, video proof. No. So uh, yeah. it's either not that powerful or they shouldn't really have done that and they're lucky to be unscathed. Yeah. Your predictions for Frostbite? Mm. Well, I, I, I mean, I won't write off a bot ever because we are endlessly being surprised by some of these bots. And I like outside chances as well, as I proved with uh, Cherub. And that kind of worked out for the most part. But having said that, it is invertible. <laughs> but there's like, are I there know, any flippers this episode? It doesn't, no, it doesn't work. I mean, weak armor, slow. It's not that the armor's weak, it's that there's so many more preferable things. Like polycarbonate's handy to have in certain areas to save on weight, but for the whole thing, yeah. you want some hard ox there. Big time, big time. So not high expectations, but am hoping to be pleasantly surprised. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. It is a budget bot after all. Yeah. Five, under £500 did what they could. Well, yeah. And I mean, it's important that students take part in Robot Wars. Do you know what I mean? It's, you know, it's part of the Robot Wars culture, I guess. You know, learning technology as by doing, basically, isn't it? Your first champion's roadblock. That was a student. Exactly. Oh, there you go. All right. Shall we talk about high five? Let's talk about high five. High five. Hello and welcome. Hi. The wheels look pretty sturdy. Talk me through these. Um, the go-kart wheels. Uh, we're going to rough them up a bit more before we go in the arena. So just score them for a bit of grip. Yeah, fine. Okay, well, listen, best of luck. Thank you. I can't work out high five. Why not? Because they reckon it's got all kinds of weapons and stuff going on. It does. It has all kinds of weapons and stuff going on. Just... So what do you predict? <laughs> no. well, I, my prediction is so, new team, new yeah. untested bot. Of course, you've got these sort of lifting, grabbing arms on the front, mm-hmm. which resemble interlocked fingers. Hence, high five. Yep, yep. On the rear, there is a fourteen kilogram spinning drum, mm-hmm. so it's not going to cause as much chaos or destruction as a pulsar drum. No, but it's there, and it it should be very effective mm. to grind and gouge. Mm-hmm. It does have a very high ground clearance. 11 millimetres. Which shouldn't be too big of an issue, say, this episode, but if it were to end up facing flippers, could be pretty bad. Definitely. It has rubber-mounted electronics um, to help absorb shock. It's a bit slow. It's a bit slow, and the wheels are very exposed. Quite big targets, I think. If you're walking into a fight with a lot of bar spinners... It's the last thing you want, really. Yeah, yeah, big time. What's your prediction I, for High Five? What do you think of it? Uh, it's invertible. <laughs> I like tagging that on the end of any prediction. But um, yeah, it's. I can't work it out. I literally, until I see it in action, I've got no idea what this bot's going to do. It's. I can't work, because I, I was looking at pictures of it and I just couldn't get my head around the design. It's, a, it's an odd-looking, mm. grabby, lifty thing it really is strange looking yeah well, big I, don't, time. I don't know how well, last time we saw one that actually looks like a big pair of hands 
I think it's going to be a spectacle, this one. I can't say whether it's going to win or lose, but I feel like it's going to have a big spectacle moment or something. Even if it involves it having its fingers torn, <laughs> torn asunder torn by off. a spinner. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. It's like a, there's not just bar spinners, but with the hand controlled crab claws and the hands, it's like a hand themed episode. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. You could say bar spinners are like a big finger spinning round. <laughs> <laughs> you really push it <laughs> so uh, so like crustacean and high five having a match it'd be literally just like pinching competition claws versus hands yeah so okay so now let's talk about Ironside free that everybody <laughs> loves so much we spent a lot of time and a lot of money on a lot of new motors new gearbox designs and a few other bits so it looks a bit shinier you have two weapons as I see this age you have two different blades Yes, one, and we've got uh, the grabber on, and the, yeah. uh, we've got a bit more of a hammer end on the other blade. The best of luck. Good to see you all back. Ladies and gentlemen, Ironside 3! <laughs> it is a monster. It's an absolute monster. It's an absolute beast. I'm terrified of it. A 35 kilo, 1500 RPM bar spinner. The spinner's at an angle. It has huge gyroscopic effects. It, it sort of sways when it's at full speed or dances as it says on the website because of how strong the effect is and the angle of the of the spinner we saw it last year it has a huge amount of potential it only got eliminated due to a controversial decision yeah I um, remember. versus pulsar I remember. wasn't it like they both fell in the pit around about the same time and then they had to sort of go on who had the most or who was least active and I think the idea was Einside was inactive. Is that right? Something along those yeah. lines. I can't remember off the top of my head. I haven't seen the match in a while. But, but it did also absolutely batter Gabriel. Oh, like yeah, within proper. an inch of Gabriel's life. And that's a tough bot. To that is a huge accomplishment. Yeah, that's yeah. a real tough bot. It's a much sleeker looking design now for Einside 3. New paint job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it looks really professional looking now. Oh yeah, like they've really put a lot of effort into making the aesthetics look good. But it's still a hell of an effective robot as well. It has a new self-writing mechanism, which should be a lot faster than the old one. Oh, so a little uh, sort of lifting arm on the back to self-write itself. The weapon motor has been upgraded as well, be more reliable. Did we mention it was a bar spinner? It happens to be a bar spinner. I think we um, should probably mention it's a bar spinner. You wouldn't guess. But this time around, Ironside 3, it's a bar spinner. It's a bar spinner. I think we mentioned last season as well, the original two Ironsides are both featherweights. Yeah, yeah, this is the first Ironside to be an actual heavyweight entry. Sort of. I guess I guess last year was also... Well, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah, I yeah. Ch- I don't know how much of it's different now, but there are notable changes. So we're looking forward to a match between Ironside 3 and the next bot, which is Pulsar. You didn't give me any predictions for Ironside Well, 3. I mean, what can you say? It's it's clearly the favourite with, uh, well, our listeners especially, but across the board, more or less. I well, mean, with the exception of perhaps the next what we're talking about. The next bot. Pulsar. You've made changes for this year, though. It's a brand new robot. Really? It's a completely new build. Yeah, looks very similar, same idea. It's got yeah. a big drum. Any extra bits and bobs added onto it? Um, yes, we've got the self-writer now this time. No, you didn't have a self-writer last time. We didn't have a self-writer, yeah. so hopefully if we do have a problem, we can just flip back up the right way. Fantastic. Looking forward to seeing you in there. Ladies and give it up for Pulsar! Pulsar. Ellis Ware is back with a new, more reliable 
nearly 100% hardox in terms of all the, in terms of the chassis and the armor. A really solid bot. Yeah. The spinning drum is bigger and heavier. I've heard conflicting reports of it being 24 and 23 kilograms, but at 8,700 RPM, Ooh. slightly a smidge slower than last time, but at that kind of speed, make it a smidge slower to make it a bit more reliable. Why not? Yeah, It's definitely. still the fastest weapon in the competition by a country mile. You know, we were talking about how crazy Ironside is. That's 1,500 RPM. This mm-hmm. drum is... 8,700 revs per minute. Oh my god, I'm expecting a full-blown uppercut to some unsuspecting bot. It can now self-write. Yes. It has a self-writing yeah. arm. Sort of across the sort of goes across the front of it. And it will lift it back up. We'll see you'll see in the episode it's it'll be a good easier idea. to describe yeah. it. Whew. I mean there's not much else to say about Pulsar because we spoke so much about it last series, but it's basically a whole new bot, but they've well, I say they more Ellis has kept the design, mm-hmm. the shape, the idea, popped some self-writing on it. Yep. Everything's been given a good upgrade. Mm-hmm. It's now mm-hmm. been tested, basically. That's the thing with machines like this. Yep. They're untestable. Got into his first season of Robot Wars, tested it. Okay, wasn't reliable, made it reliable. It's as simple as that. Now we've got a potentially much more dangerous Pulsar, one that can take advantage of its weapon more, hopefully, yeah. and, and yeah. that it will stay switched on and the drive will maintain on this bot it must it must victim to a tr2 flip last season as well but in this match it's just going to be facing off against a whole bunch of spinners whole bunch of spinners and other than spinners victims is what i'd call the rest of this is it this is the thing i mean (laughs) i don't know what happens when a drum meets a spinning bar it's going to be interesting we saw it last year with uh, pulsar versus ironside well (laughs) Ironside kept was slow to self-write. Pulsar kept switching on and off. You've now got both of those robots upgraded from what they were weak at last year, which is interesting. Exactly. But before we talk more about potential matchups, let's yeah. talk about the next robot. Supernova. Yeah, Supernova. Supernova. One of the features of Supernova is that it's a bit unpredictable when the disc hits. We've tried to make that better by uh, putting more grip around the wheel so that when we hit something, at least we get some traction so we can recover quickly. Give it up for Supernova! Since Series 5, Supernova. Supernova since Series 5, the team since Series 2. We've actually already reviewed their first appearance with Oblivion in Series 2. Oh, nice. Got, uh, destroyed by Mortis. Yeah. So it's crazy to think you got... Roboteers who've experienced destruction from Mortis now have to face the new horrors in things yeah. like Pulsar and Ironside. That's right. I mean, they were a victim of TR2 as well in the previous series, weren't they? Yes. They were. They were. I yeah. won't ref- I'll, I'll rephrase that. They were a victim of TR2 <laughs> in the previous series. <laughs> you asked the question, <laughs> I simply didn't know the answer. I mean, their, their biggest problem was um, the teeth breaking off oh, from, their, uh, from their flywheel rendering it useless. And then I'm pretty sure what happened was after like having a few run-ins with TR2, the pit was open and their flywheel acted as a a wheel to navigate the bot slowly into the pit. Oh, no, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. Well, that explains why they have a new 22-kilogram disc and that disc being cut from one big piece of steel. So it's one piece not so it's not gonna have teeth breaking off off left right and center easily anyway i highly doubt anything will have the potential to split 
a disc like that. Mm. Um, 2,500 RPM. Again, untested because that's the safe thing to do with something like that. Definitely. Apparently it has very little traction on the wheels and it has potential to skid around everywhere. Oh, so we might see it doing that, flying around here. Is it flying around? Mm. Plus, you know, the control issues you can have just by having a spinner running so fast. That would be very, very interesting to see if they can keep control of their machine. The armour, it should be four times stronger now. Oh, that's promising. That's good. There's nothing wrong with that. Problem is, good armour isn't going to save you from the pit. If someone's going to take Supernova out, it's probably going to be using environment. Environment kills, yeah. yeah. You get them and you get play of the game. It's always good. <laughs> so, your predictions for Supernova? One of the other spinners? Yes. Good bot. Could do it. Just needs to stay away from the pit. Stay away from the floor flipper. And try and retain some sort of control over the bot. Because that's what got them ejected last time. So, as long as they do that, they're in with a shot. Just as much as any bot. Just as much as... The next bot? What, Wyrum? <laughs> got all metal, haven't you? Yeah, well, there's some plastic on there as well. Because is this generally supposed to be quite as open plan as it is? We had to do a bit of weight loss, um, so our armour is minimal. But we think it'll do okay. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Worm. Worm? Named after the type of dragon where... Is, worms are ones that don't have arms? Yeah, it's an armless dragon from the team that entered Overdozer. Yeah, the old Woodbot Overdozer yep. that got absolutely annihilated last year. Mm. Flipping plate, is that right? This this bot has a flipping plate. What's a flipping It just has this big hardox wedge on the front. Mm. And it seems to be the only thing that's really proper serious armour on it. Mm. Uh, it. It should be able to flip, but it's not a like huge pneumatic powered flippers gonna no. things out up into the air so it seems really odd like if they stay forward facing on everything i suppose they could take a lot of good hits but then the rest of it is not nearly as hard armored well didn't they have to remove some armor to make weight yeah there was actually going to be some wood in this bot as well oh um, oh, i think they should have done it just for a the lot sake of that of it. had to be removed had to be removed because they were at 110 kilograms yeah. this robot we're seeing now is 110 kilograms, so if anything else on it, it's o- it's over the weight limit immediately. So they've got they've got exposed wheels, but with a frame around the bot to protect them. Yes, but they are still there and yes. they are visible, and they are a target a bit. I think a lot of this bot is a target. To be honest, mm. it has ultra high molecular weight polyethylene mm. or UHMWPE. I just thought that was... <laughs> it sounds great. It sounds great. It's some of the other, you know, plastic-based yeah. um, armour. Uh, I think it's used near the back. Apparently, it's a abrasion-resistant versions of uh, your typical polyethylene, such as the sort of stuff that the like, bulletproof glass kind of yeah, stuff, that, yeah. kind of, that kind of deal. Oh, we'll have to see how it eats a spinner shot. Yeah, I'm wondering how much the actual uh, that wedge thing on the front must weigh in and of itself. Because if the bot is at its weight limit, and but that thing and is that exposed, then is all the weight in that front plate? Yeah, how much of it is in that front plate? How much of it is relying on it? I mean, the bot itself, I maybe is going to end up working more as a pusher, and it's just going to use that front plate to eat shots and then just interrupt spinners and drums and. 
I hope you control there. that, though. Yeah. It's very yeah, exactly. go-kart, go-kart-like. Yeah, it is, in terms, of its, it? yeah. Uh, in terms yeah. of its look. You can see someone riding on the back. It's a very wacky-looking bot. It's made to be quite minimalist, I guess. It's uh, using the least amount of machinery possible. Things like uh, lots of scrap and recycled bits and pieces that have been cannibalized from other things have gone into building the bot. That's kind of the point of, of the robot as well. What do you predict will happen to Worm? Well, it all comes down to that front plate. That's basically the bot itself now. Everything else being exposed is quite dangerous, so it's going to be down to control and driving and staying facing the opponent. But if you're in a four-way, that's not going to be likely. If you dropped that bot into a four-way with three other spinners, something would get round the back of it and eat it up. Fair mm. point. Fair point. Yeah. Uh, if only if it still had some woods, they could have called it Woodworm. Oh, that's so good. That is, yeah. Oh, woodworm. they missed out there, didn't they? They did. Maybe that could be the sequel. Yeah. Sequel, the, sex, the successor to the bot. Because <laughs> <laughs> each of these bots has like a movie. That's yeah, what I always think of them as. It all comes down to that front plate. If a spinner is interrupted by that front plate with such force that the spinner ends up eating more of the impact... I could leave a bot incapacitated, I guess. So there is, there's techniques to this bot. I just, I don't know whether it's going to survive the, uh, the opening full way. It's a tough heat mm-hmm. uh, to get through. It's a dangerous heat. I don't think we're going to be seeing some long matches tonight. I think we're going to see some one hit knockout. Yeah, we have some proper yeah. one punch KO, big heavy hitters in in this uh, in this heat. Yeah, and unfortunately, what looks like. Some potential victims. Yep. <laughs> as well. So, there's such a huge potential for destruction here. We need your big prediction. Okay. So, the safe option is probably Ironside and Pulsar. Mm. I don't want to be that obvious, though. So, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Ironside 3 versus Apex in the finish. Okay. With Ironside 3 taking it. Ironside 3 taking it. So I'm joining Team Ironside 3 are definitely going to win no matter what, but I'm not going to put Pulsar in the finish just to mix things up. I'm going to go with Apex. Okay. Okay. But you're definitely seeing this being two spinners. Yes. Yes, definitely. So that is my prediction. I won't ask you what your prediction is because you were there mm-hmm. and that wouldn't be fair. I know. I know all the finalists. So tough. Yeah. <laughs> I know what happens. I know how spinnerific this episode is or isn't. So there we go. <laughs> or isn't. Oh, God damn it, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be such a bloodbath. I've got a feeling about it. Oil oh. bath? Uh, oil bath? Oil well, bath? no, that just sounds quite... <laughs> Sensual, I guess. I mean, sensual. <laughs> that sounds like a, a spa weekend-like event. I mean, <laughs> I think it's just going to be a lot of bits of bots flying everywhere. A lot of work for the arena cleaners, basically. Yeah. Not the robot arena cleaner, just the arena cleaners in general. <laughs> just literally, the, the people who maintain the arena Cleaner. have got a bit of a stressful night. They use massive brooms, just so you know. Like really, really long ones. Well, it saves on time, you know, one sweep. Yeah, one you, big sweep. you cover that much of a ground and they should have a robot do it like broom bot yeah just comes out look like something out of futurama or something yeah or i guess it's one of those things that people like those like guys drive around in 
And they have the little sweep. Yeah. You know, I just have that, but just an automated bot one. Yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. Like a Roomba. A Roomba. <laughs> just just Roomba. About. Yeah. That's what we're getting to, isn't it? That's the worst part. We're like, how crazy and futuristic would that be? Oh my God. It's that... literally a Roomba. Can then you pe- imagine it? People the, have these already. At the end of the match, the robots come out and then the side panels all lift and like 10 Roombas just come yeah, out. They just come swarming out to clean up. That'd be amazing. <laughs> It would be, especially if it accidentally happened mid-match. <laughs> we just suddenly saw these Roombas get some presses the destroyed. Roomba <laughs> Bits of them flying everywhere, and it's just horrible. There's children crying, and <laughs> like just bits of bot flying against the glass. It's like, oh god, slaughtered the Roombas. <laughs> okay, are we ready to watch? Yes, we are. We don't have much of a choice. It's on soon. Yep, but we'll have to. Turn. We're gonna have, we'll to, have watch to watch it, it now. Okay. Let's do it. Back in a second. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the master of mayhem, Mick Foley. How do I smash thee? Let me count the ways. With a sledgehammer, a spinner, the flipper, or the axe, or just do I shove you into the pit? Hey, this isn't poetry. It's Robot Wars Extreme Warriors. Where to win, you've literally got to crush the competition. We're halfway through the hottest robot tournament on television. Four finalists have already smashed, bashed, and crashed their way into the Robot Wars Extreme Warriors Championship show, and tonight's survivor will join them. Let's go to Carol in the Pits to get the whole story. And we are back. What an episode. Just as destructive as imagined. <laughs> it went pretty much exactly as I thought it was going to, yeah. Hell. I was going to say hell on earth, but hell in a small, no, in a large Glasgow warehouse <laughs> for a select few robots. All localised entirely within a bulletproof chamber. See, they kept mentioning the bulletproof, like, oh, this our arena is bulletproof. But I've got to admit, it's not bullets I'm worried about. No, <laughs> I'm sitting in no. the crowd, I'm not, I'm not sitting there like, I hope no one gets a gun out, goes into the middle of the arena and starts shooting at us. <laughs> That's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about, say, I don't know, a carbide being launched full force. At yeah, the... yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm worried I about. I wonder how much force you'd have to put against it to actually shatter the bulletproof glass. I mean, from what I'm told, the, the, like, the bulletproof glass, the... Um, doodah that's in front of the audience yeah that, that one that's directly there yeah i think it was tested by like suspending it mm-hmm. and then dropping like a spinner at the force of carbide on top of it wow so it can take it can actually so it take can absolutely take anything anything that's ever going to be in in that arena like no one's gonna bring a nuke in at the end of the day so you don't have to Not, worry about that. As far as we know, no. Nuke bot. <laughs> From Cambridgeshire, nuke bot. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a nuke. This bot has wheels and is literally a nuclear warhead. <laughs> we hope to win, but we don't know if we'll be alive to see it. <laughs> How would you get through the next round? How would like... the judges judge that? Yeah. <laughs> Activate. <laughs> well, <laughs> there goes four entering. <laughs> Four bots in one go. Let's get back to the show, and shall we just go to the straight match? The the straight match? <laughs> well, uh, I'll again. I didn't know these matches had like <laughs> sexual had orientation. <laughs> Let's get straight into the first match. That's yes. Better. So we got our first four way: Supernova versus Frostbite versus Worm versus High Five with Shunt. Everyone's getting. 
very short interviews. I was thinking they'd be very long interviews because the fights themselves would be very short. Big spinner heavy. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I thought it'd be all one punch knockout over in 10 seconds and they'd have to drag out the rest of the episode by doing long-winded interviews. So when we noticed that that was happening, I was kind of like, well, there might be some surprises here. Yeah, because it's literally a case of Dara and Angela going up to the robots and the roboteers and being like, well, you're... Your robot, that has wheels, doesn't it? And then the robot is goes, yes, they spin. And then Nick just cuts to the next one. It's like, oh, okay. Can I not learn Give more? Give it up Supernova. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. It's like, oh, right, okay. <laughs> Speaking of Supernova, that's a pretty aggressive bot. Mighty, mighty bot. Mighty, mighty bot. Mighty bot. Mighty. Completely shredded Frostbite from the get-go. Yeah, one big hit into the side of Frostbite. Takes out... That polycarbonate armor—it's—it's—it's it's thin as well. It's yeah. not—it's not made to take that it kind really of wasn't, brutality. Though. Yeah, and I believe that also just shreds straight into Frostbite's wheel as well. So they're just kind of hobbling about. Mm. They're barely mobile. High five. In the meantime, they just sort of got nudged by Worm, and that was enough to take High Five yeah. out. We never got to see the hands. Never got to see how all of that worked. So I still don't know how it all works. And then as Worm do that, they drive into a wall, which completely takes them out. <laughs> which, but it just, le- the end of the match is just Supernova just sort of sitting there like, well, we, we win, I guess. Yeah. Frostbite goes through despite having half of its bot shredded. It manages to be mobile. All Worm had yeah. to do was not go into the wall and they would have been through straight away. <laughs> Bit of a shame. So after the match... Uh, um, but and as we said, Frostbite and Supernova are through. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a little chat with the Worm team. They set a new personal record <laughs> of being in there. What well, is it? They, they lasted twenty three. Was yeah. it like seconds last time? And, and then this one was ten seconds. Yeah, even if you count the ten seconds immobilization countdown, it still makes it twenty. Aww. So they upgraded the robot <laughs> and did worse. Aww. Oh dear. Frostbite are actually sort of positive. They're yeah. like, yeah, you know, we took a big hit, but it only really took out the armour. There's a lot of space inside the robot, so nothing got majorly damaged. So just some superficial kind of tearing on one side. Well, I mean, I say tearing, it was practically shattered. A spectacular looking piece of mostly superficial damage yeah. to Frostbite. So dominating for Supernova. Went completely as planned, that's what you want to do. They didn't seem to have major control issues. No, no, that was a solid attack. Thoughts on the match? Yeah, went down pretty much. I mean, I would have liked to have seen how High Five worked. Yeah, it was it's, a shame we didn't see more of High Five in yeah, general. It's just going to be a mystery to me now. So I took a note of all the um, their intro poses, because you know, it goes, from Dubla, the robot. And yeah. they all do, they all either wave because they're... I've noticed the best robots have a tendency to wave politely because they know they're going to win, so they don't mm-hmm. have to have a gimmick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... The other ones, slowly gets more gimmicky. Supernova, when they have their intro, they just sort of, they kind of do that, you know, that spin motion where you spin your finger. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. only slightly, though, like, yeah, we spin. So it's subtle, yeah. Subtle. Okay. Worm do, like, the full-on gun finger blazing dance. Oh, yeah, I saw Way. that, yeah. I know what that's got to do with a worm. No, I thought they'd do some kind of dragon impression. I thought they'd do the worm. Oh! Yeah, they missed out on that, man. Oh, I should have done the worm. Yeah. Oh, each <laughs> on one side of the robot. <laughs> Frostbite unveiled it from underneath like a sheet. Yeah, that was different, wasn't dun, it? Dun, 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 dun. And then it was like this 
frosted plastic robot. You're like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> That's one way to introduce your bot. But then High Five disappointed me because what do you think they should do when it goes? Yeah, from I, so was thinking high that. Five. I was thinking they're all going to high five each they other. They all high five. They literally didn't. They just held their hands up. Kind of waved a bit. That was it. Oh, such a shame. I Missed know. opportunity. They should have done like a big four-way high five. Yeah. Bam! I just took note of them this time round because I found the variation in them amusing and I was expecting high five to do one and yeah. they were the only ones that didn't. They were <laughs> the only like, ones that didn't. Uh, <laughs> Worm used like cowboy shooting from the hip action. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, which, <laughs> doesn't even have anything to do with their bot. When he gets the high five, whose name is an action... And they still don't do anything. <laughs> oh, so the next fight. Our next four-way is Crustacean, Ironside 3, Pulsar, and Apex. Ironside has two different bars they can use. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, they do. So yeah. one's sort of uh, got hooked, hooked ends. So it's sort of grab and grip and tear. Yeah. The other one's more blunt-ended, so it can bash a bit harder. And I guess in the unlikely event of one snapping, you can just switch to the other one. Uh, yeah, one bending or something like that. You never know what you're going to face off against in the arena. It probably would have done it to itself. And as you said earlier, Crustacean, their weapons are controlled by gloves. Glove claw. If only the claws could extend out so you could wear a whole sleeve and, and put reach your out for reach bots. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And wear a... VR helmet so you could see it as well as you're doing it. And go, <laughs> I wonder if anyone's ever thought about driving a bot, but actually putting a camera in it and then driving it like a car visually. Do it, but putting VR on. Yeah, it's whether that camera. If that camera goes, you're so buggered. Yeah. Well, no, you then just look down. We have to take the VR helmet off first. Okay, so in that fr- frantic motion, throwing an expensive VR <laughs> on the floor while you're trying to see. Okay, what's so happening. not VR, but maybe just like. Like on a tablet. Oh, maybe. A first person screen on a tablet. Maybe you have your two perspectives there. Yeah. Mm. You know, then you could avoid the whole not being able to see that side of arena situation that we had the other week. And you've got things like you no know, control issues. You'll always have a good idea of orienting yourself, Have you know, what's forward. Because you'll see the front of the robots where it's facing. Exactly. It'll be easier to aim. Aiming yeah. things. You'll be very, very yeah. precise. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the cost of it, I guess, isn't it? How how much would it cost to put... You'd have to have a lot of spare little cameras to go in there. Yeah, that's true, yeah. I imagine yeah. they'll just... Oh, well, you can place them cleverly. I mean, the house robots have cameras in them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they are likely to get broken. Well, the price yeah, you pay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, everything, everything everything's likely broken. to get broken. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of broken, so Crustacean uh, pretty quickly taken out by Ironside 3 there. All the spinners get to speed. Crustacean, wait for death. Mm-hmm. One hit KO by Ironside, is it not? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, big time. They never get a chance to show off their yeah. their pincers, which is a shame. It must have been fun putting the gloves on. Yeah. And then you get to the point where you finally get to show it off. And there's no chance. And you don't even get the chance to do the gloves. Apex, yeah. one of your predictions. Yeah. Didn't get a look in. Pulsar nope. gets actually in underneath them. We were talking about how that spinning blade would be well that spinning bar would be great defense for them it just wasn't in the end it didn't work out and once pulsar gets underneath a bot you know the barrels just start spinning and just eats up underneath the bot there's not much left there's little teeth there. on it it's spinning yeah. so fast huge that impact drum. just it's crazy took powerful. apex out 
completely. They yeah. were dead. Pulsar looking awesome, considering last season they were constantly having drive yeah. issues and it barely worked at all. Mm. They were eliminated in the four ways and came back. You yeah, remember yeah, last remember, time. Yeah, yeah. This time, this is what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. It's fast, it's deadly, pretty incredible. It's great. Both Ironside and Pulsar do come out of this match with some damage, despite being clear winners. The nature of having extremely powerful spinners means you're making a lot of repairs at the end of the day. I think Ironside 3, the axle shifted, so now their mm-hmm. their weapon's a little off, off centre, out of place. Pulsar... They've taken damage, particularly to the weapon. Yep. They have to have to have a look at what's going on inside. They know exactly what it is. Dominant victories resulting in massive repair work already. Big impact bots. Got to take as much damage as they can give. Goes on to Supernova versus Frostbite with Sir Killalot and Shunt. The guy's voice is getting crazier and crazier on these episodes, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Mm. But... Do you notice? Ironside 3, Supernova, Pulsar, Frostbite, all the spinners got through. See? Just the spinners. Just spinners. The spinners. Well, I say Apex was a spinner as well. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. some spinners had to go because <laughs> there is only more, four spaces. It yeah. was more than half spinners, but all of the ones that get through are spinners. We now have a pure spinner lineup. Yeah, that really does make you think, doesn't it? So Supernova goes very quickly onto the floor flipper. Not a good idea. No, not a good idea Not at all. when you've got something spinning at that speed as well. Really, intentionally, we're waiting to get up to speed. Mm. Not that it matters in the end, to be fair. Well, what happens to Frostbite? Gets wrecked. Imagine entering a glass mixing bowl into mm. the <laughs> into Robot Wars yep. against a spinner. It just mm. completely shatters. Yeah, but it was interesting to watch how Supernova's tactics, they didn't stop. They kept going at it. Got some extra shots in at the end there. Well, I think it took one hit to smash straight through, not just into the wheel, but do damage straight to the motor and into the motor Mm -hmm. of the wheel itself, completely destroying a motor. Another hit completely tore off Frostbite's weapon. All the armor was dead by the end of it. It was just, it was just a chassis and the few remaining pieces inside of Frostbite. Yeah. There were sparks coming from Supernova, which we learned is the, the chain that's operating yeah, I think it as well. you saw it actually break off a bit in this one, didn't you? I think the, the chain itself, yeah, it kind of... Uh, it it breaks, it warps, mm. and actually become... Is it, is it this one where the the position of the chain as well is close to the the lithium polymer batteries, which if it would have made impact with them, could have caused... Big bang and fire. Oh, yeah. Those those need to be protected, those batteries. There's a lot of danger to them if they are destroyed. What was going on at the end there with Shump? We just came in and killed Frostbite. Frostbite was already out, basically. I figured they probably realised that there was no chance for Frostbite at this point anyway. Did it feel like getting him out of the competition? Are we tinfoil hat in this situation? I feel like Supernova probably already did that, although it may be a little cheeky to go to assume that already. I suppose, yeah, it's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? It's an odd one because Supernova definitely had them incapacitated, then got an extra shot on them, and then Shunt started hammering into them. Does it, did it feel like they were ejecting the weaker bot from the competition entirely? Or is that just the way it rolls? 
It's hard to say, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, it ends up being replaced by worm. It's not like they yeah, turn, yeah. They it's not like, like they brought well, back we'll, a more threatening. Really bot. want to get one of those other <laughs> that other bot that's really threatening in. It's, that's a good point. So it's, it's a tough one, no. actually. But that is it. Frostbite is out and out of the competition due to damage. We get their replacement later on. I don't know if they ever actually attempt repairs, but it's not confirmed yet that they're dead. <laughs> Although, I don't know if we've seen a machine take this much damage this season so far. So that takes us to the next match, which is a match I personally was waiting for. The grudge match. The grudge match. Ironside 3 versus Pulsar. The first thing you said when, got, when this match started was, this can't go to a judge's decision. And now look <laughs> at the way it ended. <laughs> okay, so, with Shunt and Serke, if anyone cares, <laughs> as they start off avoiding each other, they're both... Proper dancing, yeah. Yeah, they're both building up speed. That is actually a common theme in this. One of the first things each of the spinners do in the match, the second the buzzer goes turn around so spinners already know that the the common tactic against them is make contact so they can't yeah. keep building speed so they immediately turn around to give them those extra seconds yeah. to build speed it's immediately very clever. get out of dodge build up speed then charge in like crazy so so they're avoiding each other they're building up some speed but ironside goes onto the floor flipper what is with this floor flipper it keeps popping up in this it episode. must be just so easy to overlook yeah it obviously is. They really wanted to avoid it, especially if they've got a fully charged spinner. Yeah, they're lucky they didn't take more damage. They end, The spinner does hit the floor, so they have to go build up speed again. Yeah. But they were lucky Pulsar didn't go and get a really big hit. But if you're Ironside free and you accidentally go onto the floor flipper and it gives your bot a bit of damage, you'd think you wouldn't go back on it again, wouldn't you? Oh, later on they do, yeah. Of course they do. So there is a then a second occasion where Ironside get flipped by the floor flipper. Other than the floor flippering, we spend <laughs> is that a term? Yeah. We do spend a lot of this match very even. There are big contact moments yeah. where nothing seems to be going on either robot. Until Pulsar lose drive on one side. They do. The pit comes down, but no one falls into it. Pulsar loses drive. And ends up in the clutches of Sir Kay. Yep, they get barbecued for a while. We get our barbecue moment, which is always popular. And whilst all this is happening, whilst uh, Pulsar's trying to recover from all that, Ironside gets some really good shots in. Full speed, big hits on Pulsar. Pulsar still just but one wheel down now. Pulsar still can get the weapon going. The weapon goes up to speed. See the way the Pulsar moves when that weapon's up to speed? Yeah. When it's standing still? It's like it's walking. It's yeah. stomping. It's bizarre, isn't it? It lifts right off on one side of the robot and plods in place. Now, the mistake that Ironside Freeze team make is that they assume that because Pulsar's struggling to move and obviously can't basically move on one side that they're being counted out. Well, technically, they're right. What is happening here is the judges started the count- the countdown clock, which um, shows in each of the booths. Yeah. The judges stopped the countdown clock once it was obvious Pulsar were able to move their full circumference of the robot. The, pu- the clock didn't stop in Ironside 3's booth. Really? It kept going. Oh, no. And that made them think... They won because it got to 10. Oh, the controversy. <laughs> so it was an error. It was a production error, unfortunately. 
where that they are. Ironside 3 basically saw them being awarded the victory in front of them. And Ironside 3 were doing the polite thing and not laying They were not Pulsar. destroying Pulsar anymore because... If this was Supernova, it would have been attack <laughs> yeah, after attack <laughs> after attack whilst that clock was running down. Because all you yeah. get is, why aren't they Why aren't they going for the final yeah. blow? Why not? What's going on? That's yeah. why. They didn't think they, they needed the final blow. They thought they had blow. the match in hand. But they did it already. They, didn't under- they probably didn't understand why... Cease wasn't called. Exactly. So their previous match had a very controversial judge's decision. This match, very controversial judge's decision to make. Yeah, the the rules are checked. And you can tell how long this takes for them to decide what to do. Because you don't get the winner announced in the booth by Dara and Angela. It's when they're already out back making repairs to the machine. That Noel Sharkey makes his way to the back to say that they have gone with... Basically giving both Pulsar and Ironside 3 a judge's decision victory. Yeah, yeah. But the way the match went post that incident, it wouldn't have gone that way if that incident didn't happen. So you have no way of knowing what would have happened. Yeah. They had to award it. Basically, they had to make it a draw because of an error. And at that point, the first thing I said was, if that was the final match, they wouldn't be able to do that. We would need a clear winner. Yeah, thinking, if that was a final match, they would have had to well, have chosen. Well, if it was the final match, yeah. Well, if it was the, the grand final, match. that was it, and they <clears> ended up in this situation. There's a lot of pressure on the judges to get it right, especially from you know the hardcore fans that really do scrutinise everything the judges do. And what do you reckon? Awarding both teams two points in this situation, it's all you can do because you have that option, but. Like you said, what do you, what do you even do if it's the f- the grand final match and there has to be a winner at that point? Because it's not it's not the judges' fault what happened. No, no, exactly. What do they decide? They made the fairest decision they could here mm. because a tie can work here, but that can't work outside of the the league table matches. It's got to be a one time thing. They can't do it then later, where you know the entire competition is being decided. Ouch! Yeah, that was a tough one. That was doesn't exactly. End the grudge, either. No, exactly. So I still didn't get an answer. Literally, the beginning of that match, wasn't it? And I said, well, this won't go to a judge's decision. <laughs> Not only was oh, it a judge's boy. decision, it was a draw. It was a draw. <laughs> was... <laughs> Literally. At that point, I was like, I still don't know which is the bad damn bot. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Okay. So leaving that behind us, we go to Supernova versus Pulsar with Sir Kay and Shunt. They both... Uh, get their weapons to full speed, charge at each other, and all hell breaks loose. It's a, one of those one-hit fights. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the only one, this whole episode, the only one we see. Yeah, which is weird. I thought there was going to be loads. You thought this but, was going to be the whole yeah. episode. I was so happy. I was actually happy when I saw One Punch Knockout happen, because I was kind of like, you know, expecting it. <laughs> Please let so, me be right. And I was like, come <laughs> on, I really need this. Um, in those circumstances, it's more a case of which bot can withstand the impact of their own weapon because it's the weapons connecting mostly isn't it so head-on collision of that nature a vertical weapon and a horizontal weapon both hitting each other supernova was less prepared for a vertical hit than pulsar were pulsar still take a huge huge amount of damage in fact they stay still for a good few seconds oh definitely but they do regain drive and start moving towards supernova who are pretty much dead exactly because the horizontal the worst case scenario 
for Pulsar is that they take a hit and they go skidding across the ground for the most part. Whereas with the uppercut from the drum guarantees lifting the opponent in the air. Which is what we see. Exactly. Supernova, the twisting and flipping, it's like the red arrow, the way it's yeah, such it a... Yeah, it is such a corkscrew dive. It's, yeah. yeah, and all that through the air and then the impact on the floor is probably what tipped it in Pulsar's favour. Big time. And Pulsar end by doing their best Stone Cold Steve Yeah, writing self-writing mechanism um, at their back sort of also doubles up as just flipping off the opposing, their opponent. And, Flipping the bird, yeah. yeah. That was that was unexpected. <laughs> it was great. That's great. Yeah. This is a Stone Cold Steve Austin episode, I have you know. Glass shattering. Oh, that's well, true. Well, not glass, but close, close enough. enough. <laughs> Flipping the bird. Yeah. It's, it's all there. It is, isn't it? It's great stuff. Pulsar as a bot has a lot of personality. It's just so unique, and it has just this... It has an aura yeah. about it. It Big feels time. strong, even when it's not going fully it feels like a big deal exactly so pulsar win but they walk away with some damage obviously yeah because that impact was hell on earth they still caused a big amount of damage to pulsar's drum Mm. Uh, it's another case of we need to open up this machine and see what's actually happened here pulsar runs so hot that it's constant repairs simply because they're just running the machine so Uh, speed control is constantly blowing out exactly Constantly replacing it. And it's at this point that we find out that Frostbite are simply too broken to function. Unsurprisingly. And they bring Worm back. They do bring Worm back. It's always based on the four-way they were in and who came next. Yeah. If you get what I mean. That makes sense, yeah. So who's... And it happened to be Worm. Who eliminated themselves, so I guess they were never definitively beaten by someone. that's true. So... You can kind of see why. Uh, we also, at this point, get Judge Lucy and Angela hitting things. Yeah, I kind of switched off during that bit, and I kind of regret it, because it looked like a lot of fun. It was just different types of, well, different materials you could use for armour, and they just hit him with a hammer <laughs> to see what would happen. That is awesome. Shockingly, they come to the conclusion that Hard Ox is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> <laughs> and that Wood isn't. Yeah. That's just a big excuse to just watch Angela destroy things for fun. That's something great. to do, isn't it? Yeah. So Worm are back, and their first match, now that they're back in the competition, is against... Ironside 3. My notes mm. just say, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh- basically it, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they eat the first shot and live. Big hunk of metal they put on the front? Yeah. Does they- that thing ever lift? No. I didn't see it get used. It probably... I didn't see Worm get used like much. <laughs> I mean, they tanked that first hit, but I mean, it's the second shot, and that was kind of it. We get, what, one wheel off Worm? Yep. Another wheel off not yep. long afterwards. There's no major issues for Ironside, other than they almost get stuck on the pit. Stuck on the pit plate. Like There's concussion last week. There's something about it. It's not flush against the floor. It's slightly dips whenever some weight's put on it. Yeah, it needs to be as flush as possible. Exactly. that'd be, again, another issue where it'd be the worst way to lose a God, match. that would suck, wouldn't it? But they but, did get off it, and then they laid into Worm some more. Well, Worm now has one whole side with no wheels on. It, Worm went about as well as Frostbite did, unfortunately. Aw. Bit of a shame. It Pieces a bit. of it all over the yeah. place. It was an odd bot, Worm was. And I'm saying was because... It's dead. (laughs) 
I'm speaking about it in the past tense now. You say that, it's still got another match to go. Oh, Needless dear. to say, Ironside 3 beat Worm. <laughs> it's okay, though, because now Worm has to face Pulsar. Oh, God, <laughs> it's such a... It's so unfair. They're like, oh, we'll just weld the wheels back on, it'll be fine. Do you know what I mean? they got, like, that crazy optimism backstage. <laughs> it's like... I don't think you, you know, I think that they through. know they aren't going to be yeah. the yeah. world champs of robot combat. I think they're just <laughs> testing testing their own metal right here. They, yeah. They're seeing if they can actually get this machine going again. And who knows, maybe you get that upset victory. Pulsar, it loses drive. Well, about to say, let's talk about the match, because what the hell was going on with Pulsar's drum? Smoking indoors, that is illegal. Ah, see? Someone should tell Pulsar, because there was fumes coming off it yeah i mean immediately burns itself out but worm do they get driven into or do they just drive themselves into dead metal's clutches yeah i think it just all goes a bit pear-shaped because there's not a lot pulsar can do at this point may have nudged them in the general direction but once dead metal gets hold of worm just kind of eats it eats it alive pulsar is struggling yeah but worm is is just dead. It's it's proper dead. It was already dead, really. It's, it's so dead that the team just chuck it in a skip after the match. It goes back to where it came from, to be honest. It was made out of scrap, mostly. Good point. So, Poor old thing. Pulsar win. They give the finger again. They probably needed a match like this. No, Well, I say a, that. A, an they easy did not, damage match. Yeah, yeah they yeah. didn't need a match where they immediately burn out another speed controller. But I'm guessing Having a break from spinners for a second. Not getting... Not having to tank all of these bars, you know. It's, yeah, because yeah. it's at this point in the competition now that all the bots are starting to feel it a bit. It's the endurance round now. Yeah. Especially with all these spinners in this heat. It's high damage. Your constant repairs. So the next match is Supernova versus Ironside 3. Supernova have had a tough, tough repair job. Uh, like we said before, they weren't built to take the vertical shot Ironside 3 are also feeling a bit on edge, but Supernova are definitely uh, in the underdog position here. So the match starts. They do their traditional take a moment to charge up the older weapons, but uh, Supernova's struggling a bit. Well, you get one massive hit, and Supernova just aren't really moving. Mm. They're both keeping at full speed, but Ironside uh, is just... Go, tactical. It's brilliant. It's very tactical and aggressive and just sort of goes around where it can and then just lets rip. Well, they go for the wheel specifically because mm-hmm. they want to make sure it's definitely immobilised. Yep. They also get a big hit on the weapon. Yep. Pretty much ends when Shunt's axe comes in. Big hit off on um, Supernova. There's sparks fly everywhere as the spinner grinds on it. Mm. So Killalot eats Supernova as well. Yep. The end for Supernova. It showed how much uh, faith they had in Ironside Free's weapon that they could attack with, you know, their weapon with their weapon very comfortably. And it works. And that is the end of Supernova. Chain issues really brought it down a lot. It's a shame because it was actually a very dangerous. uh, We saw its potential. We saw its potential in the uh, in the opening rounds. But against the other spinners, it just couldn't compete. If it was in a different heat, it might have done a lot better. But at the end of the day, you're going to end up facing another spinner sometime by the end of it. So backstage after this, and Pulsar are going to be in the finals against Ironside 3, but at that exact moment, Pulsar was not functioning. 
No, they've burnt through all the speed controllers. They have no spares left. Motor's not in a good... Sh- not usable. Yeah. He uses the self-writing yeah. mechanism to get drive on the side that's not working, which is huge last-minute, may-not-work repairs. I mean, what would they have done at this point? Oh, exactly. Who would they you replace it with? You'd have to have just entered a brick. I mean, yeah, good point. Do they swap it out? Because they couldn't swap it out for Supernova because that got wrecked. Worm got wrecked. Everything was wrecked. Frostbite got wrecked. It was all wrecked. It's this bar spinner heavy heat has just wrecked all these bots. How far back would you have to go to find a bot that could enter the final? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) how unfair would it have been to go from... The four ways go straight going to down the... To the four way, jumping straight to the final because everything else killed each other. Oh man! But everything else, everything was dead. I don't know if we've seen so many bots just be totally destroyed. Yeah, not just like incapacitated, flipped, or anything a link like that. Fell out. A link fell out. Stuff like that. We're talking full blown dead. Takes us to the final. So Pulsar is functioning just. So it's Ironside Free versus Pulsar, and it really can't be a draw. Yeah, this time it can't be. It has to end. Even though Ironside 3 have the clear advantage, even they are feeling it. Yeah. They're probably feeling it the least out of everyone. Mm-hmm. But on a normal episode, Ironside 3 would probably be looked at as, oh, they're taking a lot of damage and probably in the in, in the bad spot yeah. here. Yeah. But they are in the good spot with their just moderate to large amounts of damage taken Big as time. opposed to absolutely being annihilated. I mean, the match itself is not not a big, over-the-top finish to the episode. It's Pulsar, at this point, was basically zombie Pulsar. Yeah. Pieced together, just about functioning. Barely, barely functioning. Ironside 3 sort of lose drive to start with, but they do get off. Big hit. Pulsar takes another big hit. Mm-hmm. And they're not moving. And that is it. That's it. It's a... House robots come and provide the entertainment after that yeah, by yeah. removing Pulsar from the from the competition for good. Ironside three gets their definitive win, gets their revenge, essentially by having a higher survivability robot. Yeah, that's the, all it was in the end, wasn't it? It survived this heat, which is huge. That's intense. Yeah, I mean, it caused a lot of the damage in the heat anyway, but surviving this heat was but- tough. But was it on accident or was it on purpose that there was this many bar spinners in one heat? That this was the bar spinner heat, basically? I don't know. That's... I don't know whether they're like picking it at random, like pulling names out of a hat, or do they actually look at the bots and try and figure out what would provide the most entertainment? Because it, there is still a, a large element of pure entertainment mm. in Robot Wars. So maybe the idea was let's put a lot of spinners in one heat so we don't end up with a spinner winning every heat. And the final being spinner, 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 and spinner, and Good eruption. Point. Or something like <laughs> Get rid of them all. Make them fight each other. That would do it, wouldn't it? Yeah. It caused so much damage. So much damage. I feel so bad for Pulsar as well, because it just always feels like just not reaching full potential. It's cutting-edge technology. It's, it's the future of Robot Wars, as Ellis said. It's going to take some perfecting, mm. especially when it's the sort of technology that especially for the weapon itself it's pretty hard to effectively test yeah that's a good point where what would you do again and too how dangerous you, isn't how it? can you test it taking this kind of damage either because yeah. as well it's too you can't just go well i can't test the weapon but i'll go test it being hit by a weapon that's exactly the same power exactly. that's the same safety issues yeah, exactly 
the testing Pulsar gets is in the arena. And considering the first time it made it to the grand final, this time, okay, it was a better version of Pulsar, but it was a much, much heavier heat, a much more damage-dealing heat to deal with, especially mm. with Einside 3 being so strong now. It still made it to the final of this heat. Yeah, Pulsar still has a very successful robot, considering it can't really be tested outside of outside of this. I mean, d- the thing with this episode is, I very seriously doubt that a wild card bot is going to come out of it. There's nothing left because of any of them. There isn't much left of the bots, <laughs> and it's a shame. But you don't think Pulsar is a possible wild well, card what, choice? They'd have to fix it up again. The you know, it's a point. They were they were working with bare minimum at that point. I'm really interested to see if Pulsar will be in the next series, or whether he'll take a series out to uh, make improvements to the bot. Interesting question. I don't know how long it would take him to improve the bot. How soon is the next series? I mean, a month and a couple of weeks. As when it films. Yeah. So when you think about it, that's. depends. Depends how much he's been working on it since uh, yeah. recording back in December. Yeah. Obviously, I would like to see Pulsar back, and I would like to see Pulsar and Ironside free clash again. It'd be great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that's the one I feel most sorry for, because I really want to see Pulsar at its full potential, not succumbing to things like drive, motor, or anything else burning out. I'd like to see just a pure Pulsar fight. Pushes itself to the limit, and this is what happens sometimes. Yeah. What do you reckon to that? It's giving us a hell of a final lineup so far. Yeah. It's only getting more and more intense. Mm-hmm. And we're now at three spinners and eruption. <laughs> Good <the> God. Final. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so what we've got through to the final so far, we got vertical spinner mm-hmm. in aftershock, vertical drum spinner mm-hmm. in concussion, a bar spinner in Ironside 3, yep. and eruption, the flipper. But we still have one more match to go. One more match, one more heat to go. I said that as if it was like, no matter what happens in the heat, it's inevitably going to come down to Apollo versus Carbide. <laughs> Is know, that going to be your prediction There's one for next more week? match. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I'll have to give the lineup a proper look, but they've put Apollo and Carbide on the same heat. Again. Oh my God, it's going to be messy, isn't it? That's what everyone's talking about now, isn't it? You know, Now that that episode's out of the way and we've got to the next, the heat, the one everyone's been looking most forward to. We've got a mighty heat on the way. Yeah. Oof. It's going to be intense. It's going to be mega intense. I mean, the preview package they put at the end of the episode was ridiculous. It was spoilerific it if, was... You'd, uh, if you pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Who were your predictions for tonight? Um, oh, man. Was I Apex and Ironside? You got Ironside. What happened to Apex? Apex did not last long. Anything can happen, especially in the four ways. The four ways are ridiculous for having great bots go out in seconds. And you know what this brings us on to? The points. Yes. So I definitely got points this week. You got week. two points for getting your... um My pick winning. Pick one. So for Heat 4, you get yourself two points, my friend. And what did uh, Ukulele go with? Old Yuko. I forgot immediately. Let's have... I'll go back through my notes. I think he went with Ironside 3 as the winner as well. But I want to... Just see what his pick was for the finalists. Confirm was... Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. This is what happens when you have a small notebook with a lot of notes. Ukulele Chris, he predicted Pulsar versus Einside 3. Very good. With the winner being 
Ironside 3. So he gets the full points? He gets two points as well. You got two points, he got two points. Wait, didn't he predict the finalists then as well? It's down to who wins. The winner is your point. Uh, I thought you got extra points for... You've created a very convoluted competition here, man. It's actually... It's very simple. Pick the winner. You get... Yeah, pick the winner. You get one point... You you choose the finalists. Mm -hmm. You get one point if your losing finalist wins. You get two points if your winning finalist wins. Got it. Simple as. So two points for Ukulele Chris as well. If it does come to a tie in the end, because currently... You are at four for four. Wow. Then we'll start looking at who got the most finalist prediction right. <laughs> All right, no Sharky. We'll go. We'll go. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully, I don't like lose my notes, and it'll be like a production error, and I'll declare you both the winners. Both the winner. We end up drawing. We have to wait like all the wait way until next, next season, <laughs> yeah, to settle it. <laughs> Excellent. What do you give that mighty episode of Robot Wars? I liked it. I think I preferred. The last episode, I won't lie. I think the last episode had a lot more skill on display. This was pretty much just holding forward and hoping for the best. Was it too much intensity? Very intense. Big, heavy hits. I do enjoy, like, one-punch knockout power bots. Having all the bar spinners just chucked into one melting pot? Um, I'm going to give it a, a three and a half. Okay. Which is still good, because it was still... Don't get me wrong. It was a great episode. It was a very, very strong episode. Yeah. What'd you give it? 3.75. <laughs> 3.75. I enjoyed it, but I agree with you. I have to rate it lower than the last episode. Mm. A lot of people will disagree with that. They will find A lot of people found the last episode boring and this one, the excitement. Mm. But no, I agree. I feel like this one had... No, it had a lot of intensity, it had a lot of great moments. Oh yeah, definitely. It feel it felt like a lot of the moments were just so much of it so soon you get you got desensitized to spinners very quickly. Yeah. When all you saw was spinners. Spinners. Yeah. And without a true flipper on there as well. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but there wasn't really much in terms of other weapons other than spinners. That's why I feel like they're not pulling the names out of a hat and that they have done this all on purpose. I don't know. Which makes me tinfoil hat out. But then, even if they did, it may not have been the way they predicted it to go. You don't know. I think. I think if they if they had their choice, they would have wanted Pulsar to win. He's a charismatic bot and a legend from the previous series. Everyone always still talks about Pulsar, but Ironside Three was not going to let that happen. No, Ironside Three did a great, great job. Mm-hmm. And they are going to be serious contenders for the finals. It's going well. Yeah. It's going well. This is probably our highest rated season yet. Yeah. Big time. By a long shot. This is so fun to watch. Yeah. Our criticisms of it are that it's too destructive at times. I don't know. Like, yeah. that's how good this season <laughs> is. This is awesome. These bots are dying at too fast a rate because it's too exciting. <laughs> God, it is going well, isn't it? I'm really interested to see how the finals are going to go because the, the bots that are going in are so overpowered. And the wildcard situation, we need to start, like, after the next episode, taking bets on what the wild card's going to be. Yeah, maybe I'll put some bonus points in for a, uh, a wild, wild card predi- prediction. Wild card yeah. prediction as well. Big time. And then, if you guys still tie, <laughs> we- <laughs> we'll start looking at other ways to find a winner. It'll all come down to that last, that last main yeah, event. Who ends up becoming the grand yeah. champion? 
Oh, I have to do a sign-off, so I have to remember things. We are on Twitter, at Podcast Activate, because someone already has Activate Podcast, and we're not bitter about that at all. That's true. We have an email address, activatepodcast at gmail.com. If you email us anything... Do you check the emails? Yes. I'm glad one of us does, because I don't. If This is like the third time I think you've said that I in know, the sign-off. I, I, I keep telling everyone about this email address that I don't actually open or read. <laughs> so I'm just so glad that someone else does it. Um, if you tweet us anything, especially your predictions, we do read them out. Mm-hmm. So make sure you get them in. And I'm st- I'm thinking next series, maybe we'll create an entire fantasy league for it. We've got to, we've got to do something. Yeah. Whole crazy point system. Yeah, we'll get a big, big sheet of paper. Yeah, and we'll proper. tally some serious points We're on talking it for everyone. A3, maybe yeah. even A2 size. If we can get everyone to do their predictions for every match from the website you know straight away Mm. and then it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out as time goes on right that's it really it is you can find us on itunes and soundcloud do give us a subscribe or a review if you enjoyed it helps immensely and well we'll see you next week for the even more intense episode oh my god we've got apollo versus carbide coming next week We have a main event. Christ, next week, what are you looking forward to more? Next Sunday, WrestleMania or Apollo <laughs> versus Carbide? Apollo versus Carbide is going to be 10 times more exciting. It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> the tension. Oh, God. Yeah, that's going to be great. All right, we'll catch you all next time. See ya. See <laughs> ya.